Welcome to HQAF Radio. I'm Francis. And I'm Alana. And, and we're, we're best friends. friends. And that's because we are. Yep. Yep. It's the friendship episode. Which is why we didn't mess up. Okay, I'm breaking the fourth wall. We didn't mess up, you guys. I'm sorry. It's episode 19, and I feel like we're breaking consistency, and it's making me a little nervous. I don't want to lose what little followers we have. It's Help a, me, Francis. It's Help a, me. It's okay. I'm here for you, my friend. My adult well, friend. My adult friend. We are going to be talking specifically about adult friendship. I, I do want to caveat this. Like, it sounds like... So, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Alana, but what? there's a service called Adult Friend Finder. And are you serious? <laughs> Wait, is it like Find Friends? Or it's, is it different? It's, it's like hookups. So... But for friendship. No. Oh, it's Tinder. Adult friends. Adult, oh. Wink. Adult friends. Ladies of the night? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so so when we talk about adult friendships, we actually just talk about friend platonic friendships with other adults. Yes. Not sexual in nature. Yeah. So, that, that's really, that's really good that we clarify that yeah. because I did not know how did you happen upon this website? That's a story. Please do tell the rest of the class. Oh my god. The internet is a big place, Alana. Like you find I, yourself going anywhere. At any like time. how do you know about weeaboos or the anime or how did you, yeah like, I am one <laughs> no I don't maybe I think so you're an anime oh you're a weeaboo otaku otaku I don't know what the difference is between the two uh, I don't know either but that's why we have the internet so you know you're right yeah it's just such a wonderful place yeah but yeah friendship means has always meant a big thing to me I mean so Yu-Gi-Oh is my favorite show in the world and part of that I think is because there's such a huge friendship theme and and that just really resonated with me as a kid as an adult I'm just very friendship focused and I think you are too yeah well I think I think for me personally um as an introvert I feel a lot I feel I need a lot to connect with people and so like when I connect with you you are that much more important to me you know like I can't call just some random person off that I've just met my friend even you know like my criteria is that much higher so I might not have a lot of friends, but the ones I do have, I feel very close to. Right. Right. And so, um, I do feel there is a lot that take, that goes into creating a friendship. Yeah. You know? Especially as an adult. Cause I think you look for different things than, you know, when you're younger, depending on different like school stages, I guess you could say. Right. You do depend on a lot of external stimuluses. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, you guys. Uh, look forward to it in our next segment. So I feel like friendship really changes when you're in school versus when you're out of school. And when I say out of school, I mean post-college, obviously, or post-graduate studies. I, I tend to agree with you because school forces you to interact with people on a daily basis like you have to see these people for at least a semester right right and so what else are you going to do unless you're completely antisocial and you don't want to talk to anybody you're forced to just talk to somebody you know and having that drive interaction uh, on a a near daily basis is uh a lot you know yeah you don't get that when you're in adulthood right yeah and I also think it helps facilitate, um, like, a topic of conversation almost because 
you know, not only are you fo- forced to talk to someone else because a teacher will make you do group projects or talk to someone else, but also you have a shared human experience, right? Like right. you're both studying a class, you're taking the same professor, so there's always something for you to talk about right. when you're and in then, school with someone. Yeah, exactly, and then you can transition to something else. Yeah. Like, it's a lot more natural than with adult friendships. That's what, like, a relationships are somewhat of a miracle because you also have to find out in adulthood who you can hang out with on a daily basis because in school you know you start you start going out with somebody you see them every day no big deal because you see everybody else every other day right you know in adulthood um you don't see your friends every day i mean maybe you do i don't know but um the older you get the less common it, it becomes like when, right i'm 30 right now i don't fucking want to see everybody like <laughs> yeah every single person you know yeah, every like, single friend you've ever made in your life yeah so it's it's a miracle chris is still with me because like how can i stand you every day right but and of course i want to be with them every day so but yeah. yeah you know and you think about it too you see everyone every day not only because you're in the same environment you're doing the same thing but also because you're in a dormitory like you're living with a bunch of people who are your same age doing the same stuff you do there's not really another period in your life where you do that I mean you live in an apartment building which probably the people living there are within your range but it's just not the same thing I never lived in dorm, but you did and it's like it's just more um yeah communal it's more close-knit I feel like in a dorm yeah yeah that that's very that is very true like you you you're forced to kind of share intimate moments pseudo semi-intimate moments together like you you sleep together so you're a little bit more vulnerable you take showers together you eat together you know um in adulthood you rarely have sleepovers if uh, <laughs> has anybody ever asked you to have a sleepover and when you're 30 um probably less likely you know like right. it's not it just isn't as common yeah um i don't know do you feel your mentality has changed as you've gotten older too like in terms of uh, what you're looking for in a friendship like you're do you feel like your um personality has changed in a way that um isn't the same I guess yeah has impacted how I make friends definitely and I think that me not having gone away to college too I always was very particular about who I interacted with and who I was friends with because I was a commuter so I would commute to school it was about a 20-25 sometimes 30 minute drive so I really had to consider like whether I was going to be interacting I was also working several part-time jobs while I was in college so I kind of felt like even in school I had very particular needs and a subset of like criteria for friendship yeah um people have to understand that sometimes you're tired and you just can't hang out and you know I have work or I have school (laughs) work but I will say that I do feel like it was easier to make friends because of the environment or the shared experiences but like although I was particular it was easier for me because like when you're an adult it's kind of like how do I just walk out into the world and say hey how you doing what are your hobbies like that's weird that no one does that like how do you have a shared human experience with complete strangers like outside of a school environment yeah right yeah it's interesting It, it is interesting and I feel I feel personally the people that have the most success are the ones that are super charismatic you know like and maybe that's not necessarily the truth but it does feel you know as an introvert that it it feels very awkward trying to attempt the same questions that somebody else who who's just a little bit more um outgoing a little bit more charismatic you know um for sure yeah like I'd, i'd have to spend that much more effort trying to 
like live outside of my own body for you know like and just try to carry on that conversation yeah like I couldn't imagine even if I could like start like ask you the question of like oh what kind of hobbies do you have my brain would not be able to tell you like follow up with any questions like oh cool you like anime so <laughs> it's a good thing tell, we never met at a party huh tell me more <laughs> yeah I can't wait to hear all about it wow <laughs> did you watch Sailor Moon as a kid yeah. did you watch Dragon Ball Z Dragon Dragon Monologan am I right my friend yes <laughs> <laughs> have we told the story of how we became friends because we actually became friends as adults like post-college oh, which true. i think is interesting so we became friends because one of our friends our one of our mutual friends yeah. Allie, was moving to california and she thought that you and i would make great friends yeah yeah she she played friendship matchmaker actually um mm-hmm. which is a good thing because i was really nervous about making new friends after Allie had left because she and I were such close friends before and I'm not sure that I would have ever reached out without her impetus actually I completely agree and I know yeah I guess it was kind of crazy how we were both in a very similar situation because I know that you know Allie moving to California made was a big impact on your life and it was a very big impact for me I mean I had I took it really hard when she moved like yeah. I bawled my eyes out I was so sad because she was the last yeah, really close friend that I had made right before you. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, and I guess it was a year after she had moved too, right? Because it was 2014 that we became it friends. It was. It was a year. And she came back and we ended up hanging out. Because the thing is, the friends that I actually knew each other, because we had hung out in a group setting. Like, I was just recalling how we had a Arrested Development I, I think, watch party. Yeah, remember? Well, I think we've had multiple group setting. We hung out before. New Year's Eve one year. We were at a Halloween party. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we had never hung out one on one. Exactly. And so never until really Allie had, never really had a friendship but more of an yeah. acquaintanceship beforehand. Until Allie put us together. And it was it was a great time. Like I think having that time together just to know each other helped a lot. Having like a friendship yeah. date, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. And actually this Brings up because I don't want to get into how we became friends or our friendship date unless you want to. No, I don't know. I mean, like I think we've talked about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we at least referenced it. Yeah, but I, like I do want to say, like putting us together and having that time to get to know each other did help facilitate our friendship. Because you weren't a total stranger, exactly. so we at least you know I knew your name and I knew stuff that you liked through common hangouts. Yeah, but you know it does bring up the question. So what made you decide to become? my friend like what was it about me I know what it was about you that I was like "Ooh, this guy's awesome like we're gonna become best friends but what was it about me was it like a snapshot moment was it just something I said or something about my personality I think so I think like maybe taking a step back and not not even just saying like what was it about you but like what was it about and what was it in my life that caused me to be friends with you as well Hmm. like I think I think like I, I will say part of it was you know Allie was gone, like, and I yeah. think I didn't have a whole lot of other friends before you at that point. I'm trying to th- strain my memory. Maybe Daryl. And T. Oh, and T, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god. You're friends from at least ten years. I mean, right? Oh, at yeah, this point. Yeah, gosh. I guess I do have friends. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, though. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like, you know, like, Allie was, was a big part of my life. Yeah, um, she was. And... I, I don't think I, like, after you and I met, you and I hung out a lot. Like, we were, like, yeah. inseparable in, in most cases. Yeah. I think I think you, you were, in part, I'm not going to say, like, in whole, but, like, you were 
like a really close friend that I was able to kind of make that I didn't mind hanging out with on a very like daily ba- almost a daily basis. Like yeah. we would talk a lot. Um, so there, there's that one part. Like you were, you were a companion. Yeah. Um, I think you understood some of my more adult boundaries too, though. Like I had work. You know, like I wasn't. Yeah. Um, I could not be on the phone every single moment to chat and you know like we understood that there were boundaries to our friendship that you know just can't really do um and I, I think generally speaking like we were I was just very comfortable around you you know yeah. I, I think I think he, it, that even speaks for itself when you know like you look into a year or two into our friendship and we splintered off from our friendship group you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like like I was just so super comfortable just hanging around with you and yeah. I think more more so than convenient circumstances like you and I just clicked as friends yeah you know and I think that's important too like I think maybe that was always and so the thing is like I think that was always there but we also needed the impetus we needed that um the time together and the the reason to even like attempt to be friends too. right realize that we were really good friends right you know? for sure yeah yeah because it would have been harder to start from completely square one like don't know you at all you're a blank page you know like a, a charles and uh zach situation well and, and so you know, like and, and i generally speaking you know this about me is like i try to show some chill so if yeah if i try to like if we were starting off from blank page and I met you once, I probably, like... <laughs> I would have been like, bye, Like, bitch. if I decided to, I wanted to, like, like message you, it would be, like, maybe a week later, like, hey, cool meeting you at the party. Do you want to get coffee? And get coffee. And then maybe a month, like, yeah. You know, like, yeah. it would be very slow build up. Yeah. Whereas I think uh, after Allie put us together, you know, we were quick friends after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, so what were you going to say? It was... Uh, what drew you to be my friend? Well, now I feel dumb because all your reasons were way better than mine. <laughs> um, well, of course, you know, I, I immediately noticed that you were a great listener because I talk nonstop, so thank you. <laughs> now I feel like it's more even because we just... But I think initially you're more reserved and... Um, you know, but it wasn't just that you didn't speak that <laughs> I loved about you. Let me let me back up a little bit. Um, I it was so it wasn't just that you listened to me, but I also felt like you really heard me, which was really nice. Like you really understood me. You understood where I came from, which I feel like. I mean, not to say like, oh my god, my life is so crazy. Like no one can understand. Get on my level. Like it's not. I mean, it's a little bit that, but I, I don't know. I, I come from a very complicated life that sometimes baffles people or weirds people out. And they're like, let's not talk about that. And, you know, actually, that does kind of bring me to one thing. Maybe because we didn't talk surface level stuff. Because there are certain people who, like, don't want to get that deep. Especially not on a first friendship date. But yeah. the fact that you weren't deterred by that or felt, like, weirded out by that. I really like, because I'm a very real person. I don't know how to not keep it real. Like, my life is way too real for small talk. So and I kind of liked how real we kept it. And I know? do think that speaks to, like, the, still the, like, the level of comfort I felt with you at the time. Like, yeah. I think I think we did feel very comfortable right away with each other. Yeah. You know? We knew it was meant to be. We knew it was friendship forever. <laughs> so it was perfect. Yeah. Um, so do you feel like if Allie wasn't there to bring us together, like, what would you... Do you think you would reach out to be my friend? I, I don't know. Like, so I, 
think I might have. I, I So when Allie suggested it, it was just a matter of I had never thought of it. Like, I knew you. Maybe we were even Facebook friends. No, we weren't Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. I know, because we friended each other after Afterwards. we became friends. Yeah. Um, I think I just hadn't thought about it. And it wasn't until, like, Allie said, oh, you know, I think you guys would get along. Because if I had known, like, oh, you and him will get along, like, you'll like him if... Um, I knew more of, or we had more of a premise to become friends, I think I would have reached out to you, because I'm very forward. Um, one of the stories I'll tell in a later segment is that I'm a very straightforward person in friendship, when it comes to friendship, so I'm very straightforward. So I think if I had known that we had the ingredients to become really good friends, I would have reached out, but I just hadn't thought about it till Allie had mentioned it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I would have reached out. Would you have reached out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you're a pretty, like, go get them, take charge kind of person, too. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, like you were saying, part of it is just somebody matching us and saying, you know, like, you guys actually would be good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to our next segment. So I think the criteria of adult friendship is sort of an interesting topic to look into, I know that, you know, my criteria has definitely become way more specific than it has when I was a kid. For example, um, I became friends with my childhood best friend, uh, Ryan, um, because he had a Game Boy Color, and I had a Game Boy Pocket, and I wanted to play the Game Boy Color because (laughs) I didn't have a Game Boy Color, and he had a Tarzan game, it was really cool, so I thought to myself, if I become friends with him, if I make him become my friend, then he'll have to let me play his Game Boy, (laughs) and that is why we became friends when I was five years old. Uh, also, my other childhood friend that I became friends with when I was eight years old, Josh, Uh, I became friends with because he had a lot of toys. He had more toys than I did. And I wanted to be able to play with said toys. So that's why we became friends. Wow. So if you look at that example of friendship. Yeah. Also, I apparently was selfish from the very beginning. (laughs) I was like, not a great kid. (laughs) I had a best friend when I was growing up. His name was Kristen. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were like inseparable from like second to fourth grade. But when we got to fifth grade, we actually ended up in different classes. And he made a new best friend his oh, name is Cameron I was so jealous of him I was so mad um and so I didn't do anything but just I stopped hanging out with Kristen I was like I don't want to hang around with him if you're hanging out with him. you betrayed me <laughs> what led you to becoming friends with Kristen like you guys were inseparable did you guys just sit together one day and then he like he actually like uh, so it's an interesting story he actually defended me from bullies yeah, like, there, there were some boys in my classroom, and he beat them up. Well, not beat them up. I mean, we're both kind of, like, small nerds. But, <laughs> like, he did, he stood up for me. And it was, like, it was after the, I didn't want to be his friend, actually, before that. Um, Why? Because he was a little nerd, and you're like, you're a loser. Well, so, at the time, I actually was the new kid. Aww, right? And so, yeah. like, he, he um, I think, was a little bit of an outcast himself. And so, yeah. he, uh, I was getting picked on. He defended me. And we became best friends after that. And then he made friends with this other kid named Cameron, who was like an athletic kind of kid. He liked playing soccer and just wasn't... Dead to me. Out. Yeah. Dead to me. Get out. <laughs> well, then after that, I moved. And so... Oh, you know, well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. 
Yeah. But obviously, well, actually, those are, like, nice intentions to become friends. Like, yeah. I would become friends with someone who defended me, but, yeah, I guess when I became friends with someone as a child, it was because they had stuff I wanted to play with. Um, but I would say adult criteria is definitely, like, people who kind of understand my lifestyle. And when I say lifestyle, that sounds so bougie. But lifestyle is, like, I don't like leaving my apartment, and I don't like doing things. Well, the, it's <laughs> almost like they, they I, I get you in, in the, I think that they have to almost be in the same life frame as you. Life, life stage. Stage. Yeah. Yeah, life stage. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I feel like you and I really understand each other because, well, I just got married, you're getting married. Like, we're both, I was playing a wedding, and then you started playing a wedding. Like, we were both kind of in the same frame. Life, life stage. Yeah, frame yeah. of mind. Yeah. Um, like, it'd be completely different for somebody that has kids, you know, like, they're starting to have right. kids. And, you know, like, all this time is spent having kids, and you have another friend that's just, like, perpetually single, and it's just um, wanting to go and spend their nights out and, like, looking for people to hang out with every night. Like, you know, two different life stages, two different frames of mind. You yeah. know, your priorities are completely different. Right. Um, so I think it when you're an adult, you know, you tend to look for people that can kind of identify, you can kind of identify in that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say identification is one thing. And then, I mean, what are other things? Because I feel like hobbies and interests are great to have similar, but I don't know if it's enough to really drive a friendship for me at, at an adult stage. Like, what about you? I think it helps. It, it's almost like um, the uh, metaphorical alley in that point. You know, like, if you're starting off very, like, very new, very, a blank slate, it helps to bond over something like that, you know? like Oh, for sure. Know, but right. is that enough to, for you to start, to put in the effort? Because we can both agree that, like, friendships, any relationship is work. Like, you have to foster it. You have to take care of it. Is that enough for you to start a friendship with someone? Like, for me, it's not, but is it for you? I I think so. I think, um, so, not that I've created a friendship through a hobby yet, so, I I can't speak from experience, but I do think it depends on how passionate you are about your hobby, Mm -hmm. because I feel like if somebody, and I think actually somebody has, you know, like, I've bonded with people over gardening before. (laughs) Like, no joke, like, we've talked about plants, and we've laughed about how, like, one of my coworkers, she, um, and I, like, found out that we have a mutual interest in gardening, yeah. and she's telling me recently how she was trying to plant tomatoes and cucumbers in her garden, and she was, um, she saw, she saw a sprout, and she's, like, um, diligently tending to it, and then she and her daughter looked at the package and said, I don't think this is a tomato, um... <laughs> Based off of the leaves, and it turns out they were tending to a weed. <laughs> they were just plant. They planted a weed, and it was just growing. <laughs> it was like a like a like a. We had a little moment where we were just kind of yeah. bonding over this funny gardening story, you know. Right. Um. So I feel like yeah, if I wasn't as passionate about gardening as I am today, like it might not have resonated as much. You know, like it was still a funny story, but like wow, yeah, I've had. I haven't had experiences where I planted weeds accidentally, so I have no idea. Right. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, because we had that. Yeah. yeah. And it's cute and it's funny and they're clearly passionate about the same thing.
me just because, I don't know, I feel like I have such limited time and energy <laughs> for new people that, like, it's not enough to just say, hey, I like Splatoon or I like Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, there has to be I, I think a part, lot more. Part of it is also just interest in making new friends. Because if you're not interested... True then you're obviously not going to be open to those advances, you know? I guess I'm, I guess what we're saying, folks, is I have all the friends I need. <laughs> I'm not taking new applications right now. But, you know, that does bring up another, I think, important piece of criteria. What do you think proximity, how, pro, how does proximity impact a friendship? Does that affect, if you meet someone, they're really cool, they like gardening, but then you find out they live in Richmond, like, are you going to see that person? If, or let's say farther, um... I don't... North Carolina. Like, are you going to start a friendship with them? Are you going to exchange numbers or add each other Oh, if Facebook? they're, like, new? If they're new, new friends, person, yeah. No. No, I, it, uh, I don't think so. Like, unless there's some sort of online garden club or something. <laughs> right. Shit. Like, I... No, I would just not be interested because I would prefer my friendships to be up close. Like, right. in person, like we are now. I've just been... I've been very bad... Um, at kind of the online friendships, not online, but like texting friendships and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I would prefer you either call me or you FaceTime me or we hang out in person. I can't do yeah. the whole um, online stuff. Right. Um, because it this doesn't feel personal. It doesn't feel um, real. Yeah, for lack of a better word, yeah. Like, yeah. It, like I, I think that being able to see somebody is more intimate, and you do feel closer to somebody. How far does someone have to live for you to be like, okay, this, like, you're a cool person, but you live too far away. For me, well, it used to be D.C., but then you moved there. And I'm like, you know what? It's not that bad of a drive. D.C. isn't too bad. It's really not. And then I have a friend who lives in Maryland, and I still see her. So then it's like, really, Lana, you well, can't have that. So when I first started going um, go, going out with T, I'm not, I didn't have a out with her. <laughs> when I first started, you know, seeing T as a friend, um... He and his wife actually lived in Fairfax, and I lived in uh, Alexandria. Mm -hmm. So for um, those that are uninitiated to Northern Virginia, that was a, probably about a 40, 45-minute drive. Mm, yeah. And um, he would always try to invite me over, and I was always like, dude, <laughs> I maybe went once, but I, once was enough for me to realize 45 minutes is like way too freaking long. And it wasn't until I myself had moved maybe a little bit closer to him that, mm -hmm. like, we started seeing each other more. But, um, yeah, 45 minutes is probably, like, my cutoff. Like, that's a lot of effort yeah. to go see a friend. So how did you end up seeing T? Like, did you just not see him until he moved closer or you moved Every, closer? We had drill. That's drill. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, right, because you guys were in the Army. Yeah, so our, our yeah. Army training was what brought us together, and okay. we wanted to hang out outside of that. Yeah. Um, which was cool and all, and, you know, whatever, I'm open to new friends, but within a certain proximity, as we've learned through that experience. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, so don't come after me, internet. I'm not ready for you, and I don't want you. Actually, please tweet at her. Adelana Hackis is her Twitter. <laughs> it is. And my Instagram. Hey, girl. Yeah, so, you know, tweet at her with some new friend requests, please. Ha hashtag ad for my own social media. Yes. <laughs> so alana what was the who who was the rather not the what <laughs> yeah. who, who was the last adult friend that you made and how did you make them so i guess back when i was accepting friend applications is what you mean um 
Yeah, so actually I think my last adult friend uh, was my friend Sarah, who I actually met um, at work. We were working um, at Nova at this like writing tutoring center. And the story of how we became friends is actually pretty funny. So I heard about Sarah before I actually met her. Um, we were a very small center. We only had about mm, seven or eight people who worked in the center. And we were a very, we worked in a very small space too. So news got around that there was a new writing consultant that we had hired. And everyone kept telling me like, oh, Sarah, yeah, she's a new hire. Like you're going to love her because, so I was working part time and we, um, the entire week we worked opposite shifts. So I didn't meet her till the very end of the week, Thursday. I remember this perfectly. There was one hour where our shifts overlapped and that was the first time I met her. And so all week everyone said, oh yeah, Sarah, she's great. So like coworkers who had shifts that overlapped with her, who had met her, they were all like, oh my gosh, Alana, you're gonna love her, she's great. So already I kind of had this like build up of, oh, I'm really gonna like this person. And then additionally, the way that people were talking about her, like, oh, she's really positive, she's really fun, she was a creative writing major. Uh, she came from Mary Washington, blah, blah, and she does this, she does that. Just like things that they were describing, how they were describing her just sounded like a girl I was going to get along with. So I met her and it was like insta friendship, honestly. And um, she will tell you this story too. We sat down, it was summertime. So at the writing center, it was very slow in the summer because like there's not as many students who are taking classes. And so there was this long break during the time where our shifts overlapped. And I basically sat her down and I said, okay, Sarah, tell me your life story because we're going to become best friends and I need to know it. I'm not even joking. And she can attest to this. And she was not phased by it at all. And she laughed and she's like, okay. And so she told me her life story. I told her my life story. And I was asking like really personal, like, well, what did you feel about that? And why did you do that? And where do you come from? And like all these very personal questions that a complete stranger <laughs> probably should, shouldn't have the right to ask. But I just, I was like, look, man, if we're going to become, you know, really good friends, I just need to know all these things. I need to know your origin story. I need to know what you're about. And, um... Yeah, that's like honestly how we became friends. We just insta clicked. Like we knew we were gonna click, and we just did. And somehow she wasn't phased by how forward I was. It, it seems like a theme with you. Like you instantly know who your friends are. Like when you first meet them. Yeah. And you immediately ask them very personal questions, and yeah. in order for them, for them to pass, they have to be like on that same level too. Yeah. Like right away. And I feel like I ask these questions almost knowing, like I get a sense yeah. of their energy and like what they're like. Like I did, I did that without, I, well, I knew the moment I saw Allie that we were going to be good friends. Yeah. I was like, that girl is awesome. And, um, it just so happens to work out. I haven't had it fail yet, <laughs> but it could happen. Would, would you almost consider it like love at first sight? Yeah. Yeah, friendship a little bit per se. That is how I've described a lot of my good friends and how I've become friends with them. Yeah. I mean, it happened with you, too. Yeah. I remember before the sun set, I was like, this guy's going to become my best friend. Well, I mean, like, not the first time you saw me in person. That's true. Yeah. The first time we hung out. Um, but what about you? What was the last adult friendship you made? And I should also probably note that that was a very... I think I became friends with Sarah three years ago. So that was the last time I was open to new friends. Um, but what was the last adult friendship you made? Well, I'm not going to say Chris because that's super cliche, but um, he's, he's like my friend. But <laughs> but you're also dating. I know. Well, so like aside from that, you know, what I think is interesting is that 
I have had to be more open to his circle of friends who I like who are people I don't think who are cool people like in their own right and yeah I think we're still at that stage where I am still hesitant to call them my friends even though we hang out all the time and we see them um it's it's so like I I want to reference that story because um even though they're not really my last adult friendship I met them maybe like almost two and a half years ago really when I first started dating Chris and for me, I'm still kind of overcoming this hurdle of of connection. You know, like, what have we done together? What kind of emotional stuff have we gone through? Like, what can we really talk about? What are we yeah. open talking about? And I don't think, you know, like, as much as we've hung out and as much as we've been together as Chris's, you know, like, with Chris's and his friends, um, I don't think we're at that same level, you know, like, that you and I are. Yeah. And, you know, like, we, we, we have the benefit of just seeing each other all the time but we just don't have that connection that i think is necessary for me to consider somebody a friend um is it because they're old as fuck because that one time (laughs) you got really drunk you told me oh my god everyone is so fucking old ew (laughs) but Um, or is it not so you know what like i think i'm at the same age range now that they are i'm 30 they're mid 30 ish you know the oldest person there's like 35 36 Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, the okay. youngest is 28, 29. Yeah. So, you know, like, I'm in the range. I just yeah. I just don't feel that sort of connection. You know, like, I don't talk about super personal things. And if I do, like, it's it's all well and good, but I don't see them for the next month, you know, and we don't text yeah. and we don't talk. And so there, there, there just isn't that level of connection, I feel, with some of my other friends. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had... Um, a moment like I described where it's like you see that person and you knew like that's gonna be my friend or you you play it a little more cool like you're a little more chill with your friendship and you take a little more time and like nurturing and whatnot. I do think I had that moment with Allie when I first met her in high school. Yeah, like, yeah, we were we like I instantly joked around when we saw each other in a high school. Yeah, and she's one of my first friends that I made in high school, and you know. My, my new high school at the time. Um, I don't know that I've had that experience, though. I think people have had that experience with me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can see. I say that, yes, with such, like, confidence, because not only did I experience it, but I can see other people having that experience. Like, like Daniel. Like, Daniel, like, the moment he saw me, the moment he met me, really? he was like, I want to be your friend, you know. Like, I didn't know that it. story. Yep, and, it, oh, wow. and I thought it was like, wow, you're being super forward, actually, right now. <laughs> Can you calm down, please? Like, <laughs> back the fuck some up. Chill. Like, let's have some lunch first or something, because yeah. I can't handle this right now. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah, like, I've, I've had that, those moments where people, um, yeah, like, uh... Where people had that with you, but not necessarily you with them. Yeah, and uh, not that they aren't my friends now, but, you know, like, I think... I think having that friendship at first sight, like that close companionship is much different. Yeah. It's a different feeling, you know? Yeah. God, this is such a Allie advertising episode. I, know, I don't I... even know if she listens to our <laughs> podcast, but... Well, Allie, if you, if you listen, like, send us a text later, okay? We love you. Yeah, really. I mean, for real though, we've talked about her a lot. I, I mean, know. she was part of the friendship mix-up... And Yo, like, guys, I feel like we reference her a lot. If you guys want to follow her, her Instagram is at alexandro dot hoy. No, it's just Alexandra Hoy. Yeah, Hoy H O E Y. Thank you for. 
<laughs> noting that because yeah, ain't nobody gonna get that. Yeah, like she's the greatest. She's the best. We yeah. love her. Shoot her a follow. Shoot her a comment. Let her know you listened to this episode. That she should listen to it too. Maybe include the link. I don't know. It doesn't even work on Instagram. But just like try it out. See what happens. We're uh, testing you loyal followers out because we're not gonna tell her ourselves. Yeah, we're actually not. Let's like test it. Let's see if we have followers. God, don't you love how we reference that we don't even know if we have followers other than each other? that's it for our episode thanks so much for tuning in uh do remember that we post a new episode once every two weeks uh and you can follow us on our instagram which is hqaf.productions and you can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts if that's apple play or apple podcast google play or whatever combination thereof really yeah. apple play i think is another one right yeah right of course yeah, yeah. Duh. and anchor of course is great and um is an app that you can use to listen to our podcast as well as make your own podcast but why would you want to make your own podcast when you're listening to our podcast <laughs> it's the greatest podcast in the world am i right <laughs> right but if you do want to be like a a, a uh co-host on here they're not co okay fuck it i fucked up no this is great no actually if you want to be a co-host slide into our dms let us know and tell us what your qualifications are and also what you thought of this episode what does it take for you to make uh an adult friendship what criteria do you have right yeah i know that we haven't exactly made the case for adult friendships but uh yeah since we haven't made any really and don't appear to want to make any at least you're more open than i am we'll see about that i don't know yeah yeah um, but also shout out to Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. thank you, Joseph. Yes. Now we're up to two listeners. <laughs> uh, a couple more and we got a crowd here going, exactly. right guys? <laughs> and with that, um, the best ship to sail on is, is Friendship! friendship.